With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power. That word power means dynamite. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. So God says when the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you you're going to begin to be a witness, a living memorial of who God is, and I'm going to do it in Jerusalem. In other words, I'm going to do it right where you're at. Welcome to The Best is Yet to Come with Pastor Brad Morgan. This week, Pastor Brad continues teaching on the spiritual gifts and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. For the past few weeks, I've been teaching on the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, I've found that this is something that is truly needed in the life of the believer. And even though it it took me a while before I discovered it, it's been a tremendous uh, blessing to my life. Joel 2 verse 28, it says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh, Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And you know, the day of Pentecost was the the day when the Spirit of God was poured out in Acts 2. And they gave reference to these verses. He says he'll pour out his spirit on all flesh. And that doesn't mean every single person in the world, although uh, God's willing to do that. But I I believe it means on all people groups. The day of Pentecost, there was different people groups that were represented. He said, I'm going to pour out my spirit on different people groups. And what you'll see is you'll see sons, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Now, I believe this is not only our physical sons, our physical daughters, but I believe also it's people that God uses us to help raise up our sons and our daughters. They'll begin to prophesy. They'll begin to be God's spokesman. They'll begin to to speak forth the word of the Lord. They'll foretell what God's intention shall be. Sons and daughters, your old men shall dream dreams. And boy, this is something that that causes a person to age rapidly when they they don't have anything to live for, when there's no dream. You know, retirement is not anywhere in the scriptures. People work their whole life so they can retire, but God doesn't want you to retire. Now, now maybe you might retire from a job, but really. God still has something for you. The Bible doesn't teach retire. The Bible teaches to refire. It's it's very sad to see people that are in their 60s that are retiring, and, and actually they're in the portion of their life that could be the most fruitful season. It says your old men 
shall dream dreams. And this this old man is not just old in age, but it has to do with with a maturity, a maturity of a man, an aged man that's mature in the Lord. He'll begin to dream a dream. He'll begin to see something. He'll begin to hear something that's far beyond even what he can do that will require the next generation to carry it out. And said, your young man shall see vision. See, these two are connected. These two are connected. You know, Paul said when he came to the church at Rome, I long to come to you that I might impart some spiritual gift that you might be established. So the old men shall begin to hear something from the Lord. And what they hear from the Lord is they imparted. It'll cause the young men to begin to see a vision. Now in the Amplified, that word vision means a divinely granted appearance. It's not just a goal, although it can involve goals, but it's not just setting a bunch of goals, but it's actually in an appearance. It's a visitation from the Lord. So out of that visitation, then you might have plans. You might have different things that God tells you to begin to do. And he says, and also on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And again, these are these days. We are in the days where God is pouring out the spirit of God upon all flesh. Uh, Luke I was thinking about this scripture in Luke, Luke 24, verse 48. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. So he he told the disciples to wait until the day of Pentecost had come. Now, now we don't have to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit because the Spirit of God's already been given. What we have to do is we have to receive the the baptism of the Holy Spirit by faith. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, But you shall receive power. That word power means dynamite. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. So God says when the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you're going to begin to be a witness a living memorial of who God is, and I'm going to do it in Jerusalem. In other words, I'm going to do it right where you're at. And then I'll do it in Judea. And then I'll do it in Samaria. Now you have to understand to the Jews, the Samaritans were the unclean. So God is saying when the Holy Spirit comes upon your life, you'll begin to reach out to people that would be outside of your culture, that would be outside of your comfort zone. And then he says, I'll take you to the ends of the earth. Now, this can be through technology, but it also can be through actually visiting the ends of the earth. I just got back from a trip to Kenya, and uh, it's uh, quite a distance away. It takes uh, 17 hours from, from Houston flying on a plane, and then when I land in Nairobi, then to drive to the location where we're at takes another seven hours. So that's a whole day it takes for me to get from Houston to Kilgoris, Kenya. So so that's the end that's the end of the earth. Now there's places that are farther, but God says when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, I'll send you places 
I'll send you places that are way out of your comfort zone. I'll send you places that don't make sense in the natural for you to go. But yet I've told you to go. You know, I just completed my 10th trip and, and I went. And the main purpose of the trip was to strengthen uh, pastors, to strengthen leaders and to preach and to minister the word of God to them. And that's a good thing. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it says when you receive the Holy Spirit, you'll receive the power of God. Again, that word power means dynamite. You will receive the dynamite, the power of God in you will be like dynamite. So um, Galatians 3, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whom eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? So the way you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit is, first of all, you have to know that there is a baptism, and Jesus did promise a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, when you go to the book of Acts, you see, you see three things in the book of Acts. In about four different places, you see people repenting. You see people being baptized, repenting, receiving the Word of God, being baptized, and then receiving the Holy Spirit. So he said, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish having begun in the Spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Uh, that's very interesting. God does miracles by the hearing of faith. By the hearing. Now, when we go to the book of John, and when Jesus, John 11, when Jesus was raising up Lazarus, he told him, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? The hearing by faith. Supplies. This word supply means a combination of ipi, intensive, and corrego to defray the expenses of a chorus. The word thus means to supply fully or abundantly, generously provide what is needed to cover the cost completely. It is used with a strong connotation of great and free generosity. In other words, God freely wants to do miracles among his people. All kind of miracles. Miracles of deliverance. Miracles of healing. Financial miracles. And he said, will you receive these miracles by keeping the law? You know, there's some people that want to put you under the law, that want to convince you that you need to keep the law. They want to convince you that you need to go back to to everything Judaism is taught, and you need to keep all those things? No, no, no. God does miracles by the hearing of faith. Jesus said that we would do greater works than what he did. But we have to believe him. We have to believe him that he wants to do miracles among us. So we have to know 
that this baptism of the Holy Spirit is available to the believer. And when the believer receives the Holy Spirit, what God gives him, God gives him tongues. Tongues. Now, it's not the gift of tongues. In 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about the gift. 1 Corinthians 12, 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is to given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues. So the gift of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. Okay? So the gift of tongues is different from the prayer language. Verse 29, 1 Corinthians 12, 29, Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, do all have gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret? Okay, again, this, these are talking about the different gifts. Do all speak with tongues? The gift of tongue and the gift of interpretation. Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? No. Is everyone an apostle? No. Is everyone a teacher? No. Is everyone a worker of miracles? No. The gift. Do all have gifts of healings? No. Now, you go to Mark, Mark 16. See, we have to be able to rightly divide the Word of God. That's the problem. Now, there's some people that teach that tongues has ceased. Tongues has ceased because we have the Bible. We no longer need tongues. We no longer need uh, miracles. They're known as cessationists. In other words, they don't believe. They believe the day of miracles is over. We don't need miracles because we have the Bible. That's, that's, that's you know, it's just not true. Do you really believe that? You'll come to a point in your life where you need a miracle. And I'm grateful that the Lord still does miracle. Now look at this, uh, Mark 16, verse 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the creature, to, the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, now look at this, these signs will follow those who believe. So signs follow believers. In my name, they will cast out demons. If you believe you can cast out a demon, you'll cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. This means if you're going about the works of the gospel and you happen to eat something that's not good, you have a right to healing from what you ate. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Who will lay hands on the sick? Believers will lay hands on the sick. People that believe that Jesus still heals. See, if you don't believe Jesus still heals, you're not going to lay hands on people. But believers will lay hands on the sick. Believers will speak with new tongues. Are you a believer? 
If you're a believer, if you've received Christ into your life, part of being a believer is speaking with new tongues. So, verse 19, So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. They went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Now look at this. Signs followed their preaching even before the day of Pentecost. Signs, healings, miracles, deliverances. They follow believers. Do you believe you can speak in tongues? Do you believe it's available to you? You know, I know if you've been taught against it, it's, it's hard to believe. But I want to tell you something. God wants to baptize you with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. He pours water on him who's thirsty. Father, I pray for my listening audience today, Lord. And there might be someone that's listening to me today that's hungry for the power of God, for the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I ask you, Jesus, right now, that you might touch them, that you might baptize them with the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit of God might fall on them, and that you might begin to grant them a prayer language and a praise language that they can, that they can use in their Christian walk. And I just thank you for that. I thank you for that right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this was Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I'd like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you'd like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to, to kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan20 at juno.com. That's bmorgan20 at juno.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you that the best is yet to come. We love you, and thanks for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.